0: Always, this podcast is brought to you by Declan Kirby, GA Star. Pre-order the book now from Bookstation and be in with a chance to win a family pass to the Crow Park Museum. The new book comes out on April 21st. If you're looking to pick up any presents for any nieces or nephews in the coming weeks and months, then why not check out Declan Kirby, GA Star. Best Children's GA book on the market at the minute, as voted by Amazon and Eason's. It's available on all good bookshops, Amazon, Eason's, absolutely everywhere. So get yourself a copy. The new book comes out on April 21st, Declan Kirby, GA star, European dreams. Check it out now in the description down below, and let's start the stream. Welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm delighted to be joined here by John McMahon to run through all the weekend's action, all the big talking points we'll be running through, all 16 games in the Alliance National Football League, from Tyrone's win over Mayo, Dublin's big win over Donegal, some big results in Division 2 as well with Galway, very comfortably dispatching dairy which is definitely a surprise in most people's eyes and some big results in division 3 and division 4 as well i suppose first of all john what's the crack house things with yourself
1: yeah all is good my man thanks a million for having me on again uh, i really want to buy one of them books now that was a really really good intro so god uh, if there's anything else i want to do tonight is buy one <laughs> of them books jeez i really do is buy them books but yeah no great my man thank god um Weather's great. Uh, football is absolutely booming. We're really looking forward to this weekend's action. Um, you know, it's going to be a mouthwater stuff. Teams are going to go up, teams are going to go down. And last weekend's action was just brilliant. So much to talk about. Lots of banter. And uh, yeah, great
0: to be on again, my man. 100%, 100%. Well, I suppose we'll start with Tyrone and Mayo. I suppose a uh, big result in the end for Tyrone, winning by two points. I mean, a lot of people obviously would have probably looked at Mayo to win this game coming into it, given the fact that they were... I suppose the more informed team, really, despite having lost to, to Kerry last weekend. But in in the end, you know, Tyrone, I suppose they, you know, once again, kind of when their their cards are against them, you know, siege mentality, all the rest, they come up trumps with a, a huge victory here, a two-point win.
1: Yeah, no, look, they definitely did. They definitely did. And I, I suppose it, it was a fairly routine victory for them, really. Like, and you know, Mayo really didn't offer much now for the whole game, really, when you think about it. And I suppose... Tyrone probably got the job done really in the first half. Second half performance wasn't great. Um, Peter Hart had an absolutely brilliant game. Connor Miler engine just could run all day. I suppose the inside forwards of for Tyrone were quite quiet. Um, the likes of Darren McCurry and uh, Kieran McGarry's his forms to be talked about in recent days, weeks. Uh, obviously, he the Player of the Year last year, so he needs to up his act. Uh, judge, uh, by all accounts, but no, look, it was it was probably routine enough victory for Tyrone. Really, I know there may be a, a couple of every um, bits at, at the end, but look. Mayo probably were very very disappointing. It was a very disappointing performance by them. A lot, maybe a bit of shadow boxing was going on. Maybe holding fire with a lot of players. I know Aidan O'Shea started the centre half back, but they really just didn't have much going forward. It was a very very disappointing performance by them. Nine points in seventy five minutes of uh, intercounty football is simply not good enough. Um, and it wasn't just great stuff by James Warren's men. I don't really know what he was trying to achieve with the kind of formation uh, tactics the team. The starting team on Saturday night, it was very odd. But look, Toronto will be happy enough. Um, I just think their second half performance was a bit lacklustre. They did let Mayo back into it. Probably should have won won the game a bit more the way Mayo were setting up. I think Darren McCurry was very quiet. But look, it probably was built up to be an exciting game. It didn't turn out like that, Aaron. It was a pity. um, And it probably ruined a few people's accumulators.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Most definitely, yeah. I mean, from a Toronto perspective, I mean, like... I suppose like it's definitely positive from their point of view to finally see them clicking a bit more, especially in the first half as well. Like they looked more sort of like they had that vendetta, maybe like maybe they've been wrote off quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. It looked like they had a point to prove really in the, in that first half.
1: Yeah, definitely did. Like I think the big thing is, and if you're reading articles and listening to podcasts, like a lot. the big thing is when the gun is put to the head of Tyrone, they always do get kind to of stand up and deliver and by God, the showed glimpses that Saturday, but I just think that second half performance is a lot to be desired for. But um, look, they will be happy; it's a home win. They were very disappointing against Dublin last weekend. So no, look, it was it was a good performance, but I think really when you look at it, I know this is probably still early days to be saying uh, a, a lot of this, but like, would you be looking at all Ireland contenders at the pair of them? I don't. I'm not really sure. Like, and realistically, throne have lost a lot of men. I don't really think that many are meant to come back in. If it wasn't for Peter Hart, in large parts of that game, Tyrone would have been a big bother. Um, but no, I think, look, they'll be happy enough. They'll be happy enough. I think Brian Dewar and Ferry Logan, they'll be happy with the two points. Um, and yeah, like I know there's big talk about Keir McGeary's kind of form, but that man probably will, you know, he'll be all guns and come to the Championship. And maybe a lot of them are going to have the mentality towards the Championship, and maybe taking it easy with looks of things in the league so far. Um, I don't know, obviously, there is one more game to go, but yeah, just a, a very kind of uh, lacklustre kind of game. I know you were kind of, uh, commenting on maybe even Fitzmaurice's commentary during the game. And yeah, by all accounts, if you did, if you were nursing a bit of a hangover, if you were going out for a few pints at the lads that night, uh, it probably wouldn't have been a good <laughs> a good way to start the night or maybe end your day, to a degree. But uh, yeah, Aaron, this was a poor, poor game of football. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush.
0: Yeah, it definitely was. Like and as you were saying about Fitzmaurice, all right, it was definitely... Sending us all to sleep, maybe you know, and early snoozed off. Um, in in the second half of that game, I think with I think sometimes when it is kind of a low scoring game, you need a bit of excitement sometimes in, in commentary a bit. Um, and, and that definitely wasn't the the case, unfortunately. Like, but from a Tyrone perspective, I mean, like looking at the overall All Ireland big picture, I mean Tyrone's an interesting one because it's hard to really know where they're at in terms of you you seen them last year and and obviously they got hammered by Kerry. They ended up coming back, went through Ulster. Went all the way and, and won the All Ireland. And this year, they have had a lot of players opting out, the likes of your Lee Brennan's, for example, who obviously aren't him, aren't you know, Tierney McCann, who isn't in there either. And Matty Donnelly's obviously been injured for a lot of the league as well. Good to see him back. So, where would you have Tyrone in that overall All Ireland picture? I think like a lot of people have, you know, met or Kerry and Mayo in one and two, whatever order you want to have to them. And then maybe you've got Dublin and Tyrone who are coming back into the pack. What do you think?
1: Yeah, like that's some kind of saying. Like with the with the form that maybe Dublin and like you know, are showing, and obviously we, we see maybe Kerry, the form that they're showing. It probably is worrying kind of signs too for Tyrone to a degree because obviously that wasn't you know really good enough. I know the first half the f- display was very good, but look, it probably will slowly and steady come back into the pack. And I know like like there's a lot said about league and not taking too seriously and kind of you know putting a lot of preparation into the championship. But I just don't think they'll be worried as of yet. You know, we all know how astute and smart Brian do and Fergie Logan are. We've seen what it was like last year. So I just don't think they'll be that disappointed. But, you know, there is kind of causes. And I know we talk to Kai Coney regularly and he'd be kind of saying, but maybe the ins and outs of the panel. But, like, if there's a bit of unrest there, if there's lads leave the panel. I know Colin McShane and off the ball were saying the other day that, you know, some of the lads that, they leave the panel with definitely being with a shot of getting on to the team and it was just odd that they did maybe leave and, you know, for McShane to be honest about that and obviously McShane's form at the minute it's kind of questionable too so it, it, it maybe there is a bit of up, uh, upheaval, a bit of unrest so we just don't really know but we see Darren McCurry during the week in the BBC podcast saying that if Mickey Hart was to stay on he probably would have left himself so, I don't know, Tyrone, it's a funny county, like, obviously winning an All-Ireland last year, you think they push on and have, a, go and, go and have a good league campaign, it's probably been the polar opposite that, I know they did get the win on Saturday, but they've had a really dodgy league campaign, they weren't great in the McKenna Cup, so it just doesn't bode too well so far, but look, again, it is all about the championship, I know the pair, of, like, you know, Tyrone will go all, all guns blazing for it, but, um, yeah, I still, still wasn't really convinced by them Saturday night, and I still think they have a lot of, a lot of work to do Aaron really but um, yeah yeah, we, we, we'll see come we'll see. Come to championship
0: and even the game this weekend yeah Sharon Hegarty says here Toronto always seem to turn it on when they are in a relegation battle and I suppose that's exactly the point isn't it with Toronto they always seem to turn up you know when their backs are against the wall when they're being wrote off you think of those All-Ireland semi-finals last year they beat um, Kerry and Mayo en route to winning the All-Ireland and fully enough in these last two games they've Mayo and Kerry obviously in reverse order this time around so I mean, could they turn over Kerry? Could they produce something magical next weekend the avoid relegation? Or you know, will they be looking at other results and and hoping other teams can do them a favour?
1: Yeah, I think I think to be looking at other teams we'll do them the favours. Because I think Kerry probably will want to keep the momentum going up into into the championship. But I think it seems to be like a year in a, a year like no other for Kerry at this stage, and I know there is so much pressure. To get back the Sam Maguire trophy and you know they'll be all guns blazing so I really do feel that Kerry probably will start a strong team this weekend I know they don't really have to but I feel they will I know David Clifford only you know came on second half yesterday's game but I just think the Throne game it'll be a big test for the Kerry lads and I think they will really go full shot for it this weekend so you know much to the pity of probably and much to the sorrow probably of Throne because you know Throne probably are expecting you know, maybe some of the some of the subs to kind of get a run for Kerry this weekend, but I think Kerry will kind of put the foot on the foot down the throat. But look, it, it, it'll be an interesting kind of thing. But just I think Thoreau really do need to kind of get their house in order. And like God, if, if they're still talking about you know Holland and mode and lads are only getting back to themselves. You know, Jesus lads just came back from that Holland in January now at this stage. So Jesus Christ, there should be you know get it get get rid of any cobwebs might have had. But I you know there's a bit of cause for concern. Derek Hanford was very good Saturday night. He showed well for the ball. He did do well with basically anything he'd done or any gotten because hands the ball he'd done fairly he was substantial with it. But I just think the form of the likes of Colin McShane, Kieran McGeary, uh Darren McCurry and you know, some of them is quite worrying. But it from the Peter Hart and Connor Myler side of things, terrific, terrific displays. And uh to be fair, if it wasn't for the I suppose the old guard at this stage, um, Aaron Tyrone would be in a lot of bother.
0: 100% yeah and I suppose moving like discussing Mayo then briefly Alan says here James got it wrong in the second half no need for Aiden O'Shea to be back there in the second half Morgan wouldn't hit over the, the press with that wind and yeah what did you make of Aiden O'Shea in there a centre back I mean to be fair it probably didn't really work out in the end and it seems like the impression I got of this game really that James Horn was probably looking at and thinking well we're not going to get relegated getting to the league final is a bonus really I mean Galway isn't too far away as well like you know, I've seen a few people saying on Twitter, they may all even want to be in that league final. I don't know, because Galway isn't, you know, it's only a couple of weeks away at this stage. So, you know, was he just going into this and saying, well, I'll try this, I'll try that? You know, mm-hmm. I'll put, you know, Paul Tewi in there, I'll try these lads out, like Dunnick McHugh was in there, David McBride, a fullback as well. So, was, was James just really kind of trying different things out, just, I suppose, just because he could?
1: Yeah, like it was. It, it did really feel like one of them games, and I, I, you know, there, there was a lot of experimentation going up in the say the half forward line, the full forward line, and Aid Norman and some of them lads kind of getting runs. And I know Ryan O'Donnell who was playing, but I think Aidan O'Shea. I know we were kind of saying in the group chat, but like you know, center half back. I think to play that position nearly, you need to be fairly nifty. You need to support the play. You need to get up the pitch a lot more. Aidan O'Shea is what 31, 32 now. He's no spring chicken. He won't be offering your legs. So I think. The role of Aid O'Shea, it's been widely, widely talked about. I just think bring him on is an impact sub. So, I just think, you know, it, it, the centre half back position for Aid he just felt a bit lost. I know like there could have been a call for him to maybe have him around the edge of the square or something like that, but no, I just think I, I don't think that's a really good position for him going forward. And a lot of people can say, you know, bring him on as a sub, etc., etc. But I just think the general opinion seems to be the seat mayo do seem to motor well without him. Uh, he slows up the play a bit, their transition is a bit quicker, probably without him. So, I don't know. Trying and error by Mr. Horne, I'd say, on Saturday night, but again, did it really work? I'm not sure. Tyrone moved fairly quick up through the middle. Aidan O'Shea, he's not his saying. bull darn, you know, he, he, he never really pays the burn. So, um, no, I don't think center half forward, center back would be a position for O'Shea, maybe the full forward line or something like that. Because for a man, in GA terms for his vintage, that's just not a position going forward uh, for him, I don't think. But again, James Horn, I don't know, he just looked like he was playing the cover his eyes, picking that team or something, and just was throwing lads in position for the crack. because just that one wash uh, come to come to the championship, that one wash against Galway. If they want to win in All Ireland, uh, they'll need to get their house in order.
0: 100 percent yeah like I, I do think they made made a lot of changes i think when they've got their the best starting 15 i mean i think they're i still think they're there thereabouts in the all-orleans series i probably still have them as as my own pick to, to win the all Ireland. i still think they have a lot of metal around the middle a lot of metal around the back as well but you're you're disagreeing with me though are you yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, big man! I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The form, <laughs> Kerry. The form, Kerry. Showing at the minute. I know there's the potential of Killian O'Connor. I don't know where he is at the minute. Um, I, I'm not sure where Killian is at the minute. But I think Kerry, they're, you know, what, what, what's the best way to describe Kerry at the minute? The, go got, got out, go out the trap the quickest, by the looks of things. Um, but they've, they've been absolutely brilliant. But Mayo, again, it's the age old problem getting to the, getting to the latter ends of competitions and not getting over the line. But I think Kerry are the form team at the minute. But No, I I, I just, I I don't, uh, I'm not too sure about Mayo, but I'm intrigued by your point. I know you
0: were saying to me a couple of weekends ago, but like, what's what's leading you on to say that, I suppose? Yeah, well, I suppose their midfield, I think, is probably one of the best midfields in the country. I think Matthew Rouen has arguably been one of the best footballers in the country this year. I think he's been brilliant so far. Jeremy O'Connor, I think, has been in top class form. I think when you add, um, Connor Loftus in there as well. Defensively, I think they're very strong as well. Obviously, they weren't strong that strong at the weekend, but there was a lot of changes in there. I think when you bring Oshin Mullen back and the Hessian back in there as well, you've obviously got Brendan Harrison who's uh, coming back from from injury at the minute as well. So I, d- I just think they're very well rounded. Lee Keegan in there, and obviously, like the, their main worry, I do have is I, I do think they probably have one of the best forwards in the country, and rhino O'Donoghue maybe. Do they the the question is after that though is is where the other the level of the other forwards at because I was always kind of under 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 the understanding that Killian O'Connor was going to come back this year at some point. If he doesn't come back, I'm not sure. You've obviously got Tommy Conroy injured as well. That's obviously a huge loss. You know, I like the look of Aiden Orme and Jack Garney who've come into the team, but is it a year or two too early for them? I'm not sure, Jordan Flynn looks good as well So mm. it's a hard one to know really I think they've got a very good balance to their team But maybe maybe it's just not quite there yet Maybe when they get all their players back fit and available Maybe then they'll be the the team that can You know, the Mayo team that can finally end this uh, long way
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see We'll wait and see But I think the cards are very close I think to Kerry's chest at the minute And obviously uh, you have the mighty boys in blue mm. They're back in business as well Aaron So
0: it's going to be a good summer, my man. Yeah, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And speaking of uh, Kerry, I mean, big win for them away at Armagh. See, my problem with Kerry, though, sometimes is I feel like they just flatter to deceive on the big Get them inside the crew park. Get them inside the crew park. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like on the big occasion, they just flatter to the deceive a little bit. You know, you're looking at All-Ireland semi-finals and, you know, that big moment in 2019 as well. I, I just don't know. There's something I, I feel like because I've backed Kerry so much, I've lost trust in them. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's like you and Coppers it you other know, nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's,
0: like, it's like when someone goes up to get you a point and then they come back and don't bring you a point and then all of a sudden they go up again. They're like, right, I'll get you a point this time. And then they come back and they still don't. You're like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 100% sir. Uh, this game
1: was good. How would I describe my view in this game? Trying to get a stream for this game. GA go, holy mother of God. I'd uh, say I got about 10 seconds at the first half and I know... I finally find the proper link for him, T G car uh, the website had it, the T G four player like but yeah, just I don't know, I can I can't I nearly can't really comment on the first half. But again, look, this game really probably was um I suppose David Clifford came on in the second half. He had a really, really really good game and he did come on and the goal he got the celebration, it's real. It's real Lionel, messy stuff. Like the fantasy, the fanfare around that man is just incredible to look onto. And it's the G8, it's getting very commercial, I feel. And that's probably for Nurred's chat, But I think Mr. Clifford really leading the line there. But um a great win for Kerry. A great win for Kerry. A very, very difficult place to go. Uh, anyone would really struggle up in Armagh. It's such a tight pitch. The fans are absolutely on top of you. They're they're, they're that close to you that nearly could help you kick a point. They're just it, it's it's unbelievable. But It's a good win for them. Um, Jack O'Connor will be very, very happy to go down there against a very well rounded Kieran McGee team. Probably from an RMI point of view, probably will be disappointed. Chances at the end, goal chance hitting uh, straight at Shane Ryan. Wee bits like that. Um, Ray O'Neill had a good game. Rory Gruben was fairly uh, good in corner forward as well. And, you know, they'll be happy with the day's work. I can't see them being too disappointed. Kerry's the form team at the minute. Uh, All Ireland contenders, really. So to have them in your home garden. Backyard and to be only kept bet by three points is very, very encouraging sign for Kieran McKinney's men. Um, obviously Kieran Donny would have known to carry lads inside and out, so that's probably why why it was as close as it was. But no, a good game by all accounts. And um, G A go
0: if you're watching, can I have a refund, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I agree with you there. Do you know what the funny thing is as well with G A go sometimes as well is that it you know it, it doesn't tell you that the content isn't available in your region until you buy it. So then you, and then you can't, it's like, oh, mental, mental. But yeah, I, I got the game myself eventually on the TG Cahar app, actually, funny enough. That was the the way I got it. Um, on the website, yeah, it wasn't showing up on YouTube. It wasn't showing up either. All sorts of uh, chaos to, to try and watch this game. But yeah, as you were mentioning there about David Clifford, I mean, it was a, an interesting goal in many ways, because obviously the goalkeeper, Ethan Rafferty, kind of reminded me. Yeah, kind of. But but even Ethan Rafferty, it kind of reminded me of when you're playing FIFA or something. And there's a glitch with the goalkeeper. You're just running through, and the goalkeeper's just oh, I don't know what he's doing. He <laughs> just roll it into the goal or something. It kind of reminded me a bit of that. But yeah, do you know, what? I like the clip, the 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 celebration from Clifford, because you know what? I think he he clearly believes in himself. He believes oh, in his yeah. own. It was almost very Ronaldo-esque. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, doesn't matter when Ronaldo score, and even if they're winning six 0 he's going off, celebrating, making the most of it. You know. 100% 100% and I suppose it, that, that's the funny thing i
1: seen it kind of funny tweet and I think Kieran Donahue kind of advised Clifford to enjoy it celebrate the wee small wins and when you do well at something you know celebrate and enjoy the game you're doing it so look at David Clifford we all know the amount of hours GA players put in Clifford's probably the best in the country at the minute hands down and look at enjoy the crack enjoy a bit of fun because these things don't um don't last too long and obviously we, we see so many cases of lads kind of dropping out but it was, um look, it was a good performance with Clifford. Why he didn't start, I'm not sure. Was that a bit of messing from Jack O'Connor's point of view? But no, the celebration, that was enjoyable. Uh, the goal was interesting. I don't really know how that managed to go in as you say, a FIFA glyph, a glitch to a degree but it was an important goal. God, if Kerry didn't get the goal, God knows what way that game would have ended up. Um, Christ, the point he kicked along the sideline. He dummied mm. this man and then he gave another dummy and he nearly give us. He nearly gave the viewers a dummy with the amount of dummies he gave. Um, but he was just. He is just an a sick, sick man. And uh, yeah, I would like to be marking him after a few points that mm. night before.
0: Oh Jesus! No, I think he'd be. Uh, he'd be sent to bed fairly soon enough. I think to be honest, he'd be going to bed on the sideline or something. But um, yeah, like I, I seen. Uh, I think it was Ray Boyne. I think who put up on uh, on Instagram. He was basically talking about how david clifford always plays with his head up and i think you can even see that sometimes when he has the ball he seems to always know what he's gonna do before you know like seconds before ah, he goes and does yeah. it it's just you'd run I, I know i know we kind of speak about him a lot on this uh podcast and everyone kind of bigs him up quite a lot but you would run out of words at times to describe him really yeah, look, I suppose
1: you can only dedicate a podcast to him, but he is such a, a good leader. And at his age, what is he's 21 22, um, he is just a, hes a terrific, terrific player, and he, re- he really is flying. And again, it's just the fanfare around him. It's great to see the kids running onto the pitch, having a bit of crack with him after. But no, it, 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 look, it was brilliant to see. And I suppose, you know, from referring back to the game from that kind of point of view, the, the goal was so important because it really did, it was like a get out of jail card for Kerry at that point. If that didn't go in, as I said, God knows what would have happened. Armagh had the momentum in the second half for large parts. Uh, Real and Real was becoming very pivotal. Jarrett Goldburns was brilliant as well. So um, it was there definitely was warning signs. And, and like, I, I really do think, and like, God, if there's any Armagh fans watching or any Armagh fans disappointed this week, God do not be disappointed. Three points against an absolutely sensational Kerry team is nothing to be frowned upon. So much to work on, so much to build on. And... Um, I know there's kind of rivals rivals with Armagh over the years with Cavan and Armagh, but God, yeah, this could be a good year for the uh, Orange men up north, Aaron.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And obviously, we we're speaking about Kerry there as well. And I suppose you have to give a mention to the likes of Jack Savage, Paddy Clifford, Stephen O'Brien, who I think all all done very well. And and that's the thing about Kerry is they don't just have David Clifford. You know, they've they've so much forward, so much range all across the pitch. And really, with the talent, they should win the All Ireland, but. For me, it's just that big occasion sometimes where I feel like maybe they've they've, they've let themselves down. And the past, I mean, Mayo have as well, to be fair, though. So it, it, it's kind of an interesting one. But you were, you were mentioning Armagh there. I mean, they definitely did play very, very well altogether. I mean, they probably didn't even play at their absolute best. And it was still only a three-point game. And, you know, the likes of Jason Duffy coming off the bench, that goal chance that he has, if that goes in, maybe it's a different game. So... I mean, Armagh kind of They started so well, they got so much hype. I feel like now they're kind of going under the radar a bit again.
1: Oh, yeah, like uh, 100%. And I suppose, obviously, like, you know, through, Like uh, the, the start to carry got was really, really good. And you're kind of worrying, right, will Armagh get back into this? And God, is this going to be dance great? And by God, they didn't. They just kind of showed that McGinley grace, and determination. But Look, it, it again. I keep referring back to the point. It's seriously, seriously good stuff. Armagh yesterday. It's it's a lot to work on, and they, they will be very happy. Um, and from the king the point of view, another box ticked. Jack Connor be happy out. Um, you know, a good good games from even the likes of Paulie Clifford as well. He he was very good too, and obviously your your name and a couple of pairs there too. But um, look at yeah, no Kerry would be happy. I keep saying it. It's a tough tough place to go. That would have been a long long spin for the Kerry lads to go down to Armagh. Um. yes, yeah, so they, look, they'll be happy. Uh, another two points, you know. I think at the uh, before the league started, I think you would have got carried four to one to go on and beat in the league. If anyone done that, fair play, because that's probably really good to stand true. I think they will get the win this weekend as well. So, um, yeah, a seriously good win for the men from the kingdom. And Jack
0: O'Connor is a happy man this weekend. This weekend, 100%. Yeah, and Sir Klopp says here, Am I already peaked this year? I mean. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like they they you know they 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 start obviously very fast. I mean they got the big win. Nice to see Jurgen Klopp tuning uh, in. Nice to see Jurgen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in there probably laughing his uh, his face off at the two of us or something. like You think he'd other stuff to be at aren't you? I'm not sure nice. it's the inter- international break. So I mean, what else would you be doing? Do you Watching know, what I mean? yeah. Aaron and John talk to you. I'm <laughs> Oh, to be fair, it'd be, it'd be great to get Jurgen Klopp on this now. I mean, even if he knows nothing about Gaelic football, we'll, we'll teach just him. like us, just like us, it works, yeah, just like <laughs> us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Um,
1: that's an interesting point, Mr. Klopp. Uh, Pete, look, it's hard to know where Armagh can fire up with the like the, the, the will be putting lots of, lot of emphasis. but I really do feel Kieran Donagh probably was brought in to win an Ulster Championship for Armagh and beyond. I wouldn't like a lot of people. I know our, our uh, Conor McKenna was saying to us that it might, you, you'll, you'll probably look at, um, you know, Armas, our all Ireland credentials. I think that's probably too soon, but I think an Ulster championship has to be in Armas remit this year. Um, mm. Tyrone's all over the place, I still feel. Um, let me think where else we're we talking. Tony Gall, take Michael Murphy out of the equation. You're not looking at much. Derry got a hammering at the weekend. We'll touch on that in a couple of minutes. So it's wide open, but I really do feel if Armagh can't get over the line in Ulster this year, there is something seriously wrong. It's a massive chance for them. Um and I know they're they're not in the bad side of the draw too. So look, it it will be very interesting. But from an Armagh point of view, they're, they're probably just hoping they haven't peaked too soon. They haven't peaked too soon. And I know there's a, still a very strong division for a cabin team in that
0: Ulster Championship as well, Aaron. 100%. Yeah. Like, and I suppose Alan is even saying here as well Armagh be Donegal next weekend and be interesting as they meet in Ulster a few weeks later. I mean, that's that's exactly the point as well. I mean, because with Armagh, I mean, they, they clearly are the front runners. Like, I feel like if they don't get over the line. I mean, unless someone turns it up as they go along, but getting mm-hmm. Donegal first time out as well, I feel like that's a, a great time to do it. And then, uh, as Gavin was uh, asking here about Cavan, I think, well, I think it'll be Antrim in the semi finals, to be fair. <laughs> jesus the way things are going
1: for cabinet at the of christ probably will be answering but um yeah look th- th- that's what i'm kind of saying like and i, I know we've done it all this weekend, but i think there will be a lot of shadow boxing kieran mcginney deck bonner the pair of boys weren't born yesterday i think they will be holding fire this weekend after eh, that game so yeah the lobby kind of showing their full deck of cards there'll be a lot of messing going on i'd say there'll be a couple of yellow and red cards in that game so it'll be a very physical game um So they will meet each other in the championship. That's what it's all about. That's the important game. This weekend, I'd say there'll be a lot of shadow boxing
0: and probably a poor quality game, I'd imagine. Yeah, and Match Attacks kid says here, I think Kildare could win against Mayo. And I suppose that does bring us, obviously, to that Kildare game, who uh, comfortably dispatched Monaghan in the end. We've seen some of this on Allianz League Sunday yesterday. And, um, I mean, 24 points in total. I mean, that's quite the scoreline to... To rack up in a Division 1 game And you're kind of Looking at it and thinking Kildare have have shown So much quality In this division I mean Jimmy Hyland Is up there As one of the top scorers In Division 1 You've got Dara Kirwan Back from injury New management Everything seems to be Going right for Kildare But yet they could Very well still get relegated
1: They definitely could And my thoughts and prayers And condolences Go to Monan On the a uh, bad loss at the weekend. I'm absolutely devastated for the Farney men. Um, no, look, a great win for Kildare, by all accounts. Um, I don't know where the hell Monaghan were for that game. It was in Newbridge. I don't know what the nightlife is like up there. Maybe right the night before, or even that morning, or Banshee got them out of some pubs that morning. But that's a very poor performance. They'll be very disappointed. Kildare, point of view, they will be delighted with that win. Um, that's probably coming. Um, Kildare have had a decent, decent league campaign, 24 points, any day of the week in a division one game, as you rightly said, Aaron, fair play to them. They'll, they'll be trailed with that. And I suppose, you know, in league form, league games, they're such a minefield. Anyone could beat anyone, but a scoreline like that is just kind of beyond belief from London's point of view. You know, they'll be very, very disappointed with that this week. They're in a relegation play, play or relegation battle this weekend, probably on account of that game. I don't know. As, as you said, we didn't really get to see much of it bits and pieces of it on that glorious program League Sunday um, so look at no they'll be <laughs> they'll be very disappointed this week and uh, Mr. Banty McEnany might have to get uh, Liam Sheedy to do a bit of work this week the former Harlan Tipperary manager
0: <laughs> yeah are Kildare that good or were Monaghan that bad do you think
1: oh again we didn't see much of it because uh, I don't know like, I'm, I'm blue in the face about League Sunday's coverage God if there's any producers from League Sunday watching this Aaron can they please sort it out because it's driving me cuckoo. Um, no, look, I think they'll have to be, take a lot of credit for this performance. Daniel Flynn was top of the pops. Jimmy Hyland, brilliant. So they'll be delighted with that win. They'll be delighted with it. They've had a, a very, very up and down sort of league campaign. I think, the, you know, they, they probably do deserve that result in the grand scheme of things. You know, they'd be trying so hard. And I just it probably be a very bad in performance. But God, Monaghan must be the, one of the most frustrating teams to follow. Shoot the lights out one day and get bet by bloody... I suppose Kildare at the weekend, that's probably the perfect example, but no, that's a very bad Monaghan performance, a lot to work on for Banty McInerney. It's hard to know really where that project with Banty's really going. Uh, you're probably looking at a potential RMA ultra-championship, you know, if Monaghan don't get over the line this year, Monaghan's not going to be winning the All-Ireland anytime soon either. So, you know, Banty, you know he's got Liam Sheedy in. He's got basically. I can't think of that uh, fourth coach. He's oh, I can't think of his name. But you know it, he basically has all the plans in place and th- th- the project under Banshee. I'm not really sure. Um, Same like a bit of a poison chalice to take it back. The decision to get rid of Malachi Rourke was very odd. So yeah, uh, Connor McManus. It's uh, it's it, it's worrying times for modern. I feel uh, Aaron, and uh, it's it's hard to know where to get an answer from.
0: Yeah, and Aaron says here Daniel Flynn didn't play, and that's even the point as well. I mean, they just they just have so much attack going forward. Even Flynn isn't even playing, and they're still brilliant. And I mentioned the Oh God,
1: that goes. To go. <laughs> I think, I, goes think, to go. I, think
0: I, I think I might mention them as well. To be fair, <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, we're getting called
1: out tonight, Aaron. Jesus, this, this goes to show. Um, okay, that, that, that fair play for calling us and that. But yeah, what a sensational player Daniel Flynn is, and um, he could have been playing in, in in spirit. You wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Alan says here, Kildare could get to a league final or get relegated at the uh, at the weekend. I think it would depend on if Armagh won. Then I don't think they would because of the head to head. But I get what you mean. Like they're definitely, you know, like the the fact that Mayo and Armagh obviously lost at the weekend. There's only two points between some of the teams, so it'd be interesting to see where they uh, where they all end up as well. I suppose from a Monaghan perspective, I mean, it's a weird one with them. Anytime you feel like they're going to win, they lose. But then anytime you feel like they're going to get beat, they turn it on and turn it up. They're they're such a strange team at times. Like Against Donegal, before that game, I think a lot of people felt like, right, they're probably dead and buried. They're probably not going to produce anything. Then they produce a win. Then you're looking at this game and they're going to be close. They're probably going to be there, thereabouts, and they get hammered. And then, you know, it wouldn't even surprise you nearly if they, well, it would be a surprise if they turned over Dublin. But given how they just have this knack of surviving in Division 1, you just wouldn't know at this point. Like a cat with nine lives,
1: Aaron, at this stage, and it it, it kind of it's beyond belief. And look, if they're looking for a favour of Dublin this weekend, well, there's something else coming. Dublin are in superb shape once again. We've seen the performance against uh, Donegal yesterday. We'll touch on that in a couple of minutes. Look, if they're looking for a favour this weekend against a might like a a very strong Dublin team again, they've they've another thing coming. I think the form that Monaghan have shown throughout the league, they probably do deserve to go down to Division Two, and that's been absolutely frank about it. You can't just keep relying on McManus to dig out of holes. Like, the man is th- like we talked with Michael Murphy being 47 years of age. Like, McManus must be 48 at this stage. So, you can't just keep relying on him. Um, you know, it, there doesn't seem to be much coming true for Monaghan. You you wonder re- what's really going on. We're hearing different stuff from the camp. I know one of our uh, pundit members in the group chat was saying there's a bit of upheaval and training, and lads are in each other's faces, and blah, blah, blah. It's hard to know. I just think if Monaghan were to do something right next year I don't know what to have to do but I really do feel if they could try to get Malik O'Rourke back, I said this a couple of weeks ago I think he'd be a great addition to the fold once again, he had the respect of the players, the players loved him, I don't think the players really, as much as people say oh I'd love Banty, blah blah blah, I don't feel Banti's the right man to take Monaghan forward I think Malik O'Rourke was a brilliant man if they could try to get him back, then we might see Monaghan football strong again, but I think this uh, year for Monin is going to
0: not be successful yeah, and the comments are absolutely flying in there, so I really do uh, appreciate it. And apologies if I can't get to every comment, but yeah, if you could smash the like button as well, that would be uh, much appreciated. Sort your life out here, says. Uh, Does the GA give a reason why there is no way to watch the Kildare game? They have cameras at it. Why is it not on G A Go or <laughs> or anywhere else?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I maybe the-
0: is that is, is that is that YouTube name is that talking to me or are you, Aaron? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but maybe it should be sort the GEA goal live out? Maybe that's what it, it, it should be. But, um, um but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. And Christ bless and save us. It's not like the
1: GEA to turn money down. I don't know why there isn't a stream for these games. I don't know why my beloved Calvin wasn't all over the airwaves against <laughs> London yesterday. It needs to be sorted out, Aaron. And, uh, like, if you think about it, Aaron, like, if you, like, the best thing, the best hangover cure will, I know, not, not to watch Calvin now, but if you're after. Sore head Sunday morning, right? What games can I watch? Stream it up there. You can't do it this year. Mm. Sort it out, lads.
0: Yeah, and, and you know the good thing I found last year as well on, on GA Go was because there were so many games obviously being streamed on on GA, GA Go. Like you could actually you could watch the games on a on a Monday or whatever. You yeah. didn't have to watch Allianz League Sunday, you could just watch the games be all good and sometimes even on ga go i used to enjoy like the sort of local commentaries they get on sometimes they'd educate you on the game they talk about players you'd learn a thing or two watching division three or division four football but when you're watching aliens league sunday it's always just about the, the same old thing oh kildare finished with 13 yeah. men why was that it's always just about talking points and red cards and oh. penalties and this and that like why really not show important. the skill the great points all the rest you know
1: Lazy journalism Aaron lazy journalism. I, I really do feel and you just have to take a quick look on Twitter. The people giving out about league Sunday. it's just absolutely abominable stuff. I, I I can't understand how the TV license that's what we're paying for. analysis like that. Colin Cooch Cooper coming on in his big flashy jacket to say to say Kerry had a good win today. like like Christ Colin Boyle was good enough yesterday, but the likes of Colin O'Rourke. he's outdated. He's outdated. It's born. it's nonsense. Um, who else are we talking there? It's on the game. Kieran Wheel is not too bad. Pat's bland's off his head. I can't listen to Pat's, Pat anymore. The big, big red face on him, giving out of absolute nonsense. So, a big rethink's needed for League Sunday to survive. I know Oshin McConnell's there, but see, the thing with Oshin is he's another 50 channels and podcasts, so it just only he gives the time for it. And he's managing about 10 clubs as well. So, yeah, oh look at Aaron there's a big rethink with
0: uh, RT needed because Christ bless safety analysis is absolutely cat. Yeah, and the structure of it is very weird as well going from division 2 to division 1 to maybe the, football and then yeah just 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 very very odd. I mean it'd be like if we were discussing this podcast here and obviously all right let's discuss division 3 all right let's move on to hurling okay let's now discuss uh, handball. <laughs> Gee, you know what I mean? It'd be it'd be crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, the people were just everyone would just be like, you yeah, know, it'd yeah, crazy. Yeah. But um yeah, but yeah, yeah. I suppose we'll move on anyway, I suppose. Well, up the dubs. Happy days. <laughs> Last but definitely not least of our division one uh discussions anyway. Dublin are back. They are Maybe. back,
1: women. <laughs> Yeah, they're back, my man. They're back. Um, they probably never really left, Aaron. They probably never really left. And to be perfectly honest with you, and I think I've spoken enough on my podcast about this, um, I am quite happy for Desi Harl because, Christ bless and save us, like, he's been through a lot of stick. People call it for his head, and he's got the wins that's probably going to keep Dublin in this division. Obviously, the play on this weekend probably will get over the line. So, Happy for that man. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, happy for that man. But no, look, no, it, I am honestly thrilled for him. Uh, a very, very good Dublin performance. I love Niall Scully's goal. His composure, technique, balance for that goal was just brilliant. He tucked in to the corner so well. You knew, again, just very like the throne game. Dublin, from a minute onwards, they were top of the pops. They moved so well. They were on it. Brian Fenton, Kieran Kilkenny were just absolutely on it. Um, Tom Hill, the, the move between the middle was just sensational, it was just like the Dubs of old Dean Rock had a great game uh, Cormac Costello moved well inside so yeah, in fairness, they were very very fresh looking yesterday, um, I know that a bit of luck with getting the penalty probably wasn't a penalty really well tucked away by Dean Rock but no, a very very convincing uh, Dublin performance, um, I know a bit of trouble for the Paddy Roberto's goal went in over Mr Cumberland's head probably would have went in over anyone's head it was a very very uh, difficult ball to judge but yeah Aaron, you must be happy man again because it was a very very good performance. And um, again, it was just probably like the days of, of the days of what twenty twenty or twenty nineteen. You know, the the swallows were flying around Croke Park. It was a nice kind of sunny day. It was kind of like things are back to the basics. But um, yeah, yeah, they, I, it's funny like oh, like the dubs are back and they're this and they're that. Realistically, they probably never really left because every game that was played in the league this year, there was that fear factor. We didn't know what was going to come up against the Dubs. They could have, like, the Kildare game, the Armagh game, the Mayo game. Any Dublin performance could have come out of there. So I really don't think, oh, they're back, they're this, to that. They never really left. Um, and look, it was a very, very good performance yesterday.
0: Yeah, and Alan says here Dublin should have won by more. Few bad wides. Defence still a bit open. And I suppose that is the point. I think, I think nine, eight goals. I think in the in the league so far this year think only Fermanagh and, and Longford I think have conceded more in the entirety of the league so that definitely is a, a bit of a worry from uh, from a Dublin perspective and as you were saying there Michael Sheil and um, I think it was James McCarthy getting caught under the highball for the goal so like definitely a little bit just, just a few little defensive issues here and there I mean the Paddy McBrearty goal is nothing got to do with the family uh, yeah, really yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. obviously going for the point and you know obviously Michael Sheil is you know he, he's not our first choice goalkeeper to be fair so I mean, I I, I I don't know about that one, but there does just seem to be a few little defensive issues here mm-hmm. and there, going back to to early in the league that they they might need to work on. But if you get Owen Merchant back fully fit, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you get Robbie McDay back fully fit as well. More game time for Mick Fitzsimons. and I think um I think hopefully they'll ho- hopefully anyway we'll we'll get better and we won't be shipping in goals all the time. Ah yeah, like look, that's that's great stuff to work on,
1: and like no doubt Dublin probably put in a very couple of hard blocks of training uh, the last couple of weeks. No doubt they have, they've worked on a lot of stuff, and they're really, they, oh, God, they're forward movement we did we, that was really lacking in the first ga- couple of games of the week or games of the league. But God, they've really addressed all that now on are top of the pops going forward again. So. Oh, sure. Brian Fenton, like, with probably when he's in flow, he's a majestic footballer to watch. Um, but I just I don't know, like, I was really, really impressed by Scully's goal. I know I'm saying it, but I tweeted about the yesterday just mm. they, so many forwards, and you might see this up on every neck around the country club games, county games, any game at all. The panic, they give it off to another man, they just rush a shot. Scully, cool, calms you like it comes like bottom left. Bob's your uncle, goal for Dublin. So great stuff. Dunley goal point of view. Happy enough, Croke Park. You know, against a, a Dublin performance you wouldn't. we probably didn't see it coming to a to a degree. Uh, I know after the throne game, but they'll be happy enough. Paddy McGrady had a good game. Michael Murphy was uh, quite good as well. So I suppose that reliance, I suppose, in them two men again is is very evident once again. Ryan McHugh had a good game as well. But look, I think from a Donegal point of view to go up to Croke Park on a Sunday afternoon to play the Dubs, it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a tight tight ass. But they'll be happy enough. I think Declan Bonner. Lots and lots to work on, you know, addressing stuff for the championship, you know, that long-term replacement for Michael Murphy. No one really has stood up to that, uh, stood, up, stood up to that, gone to the F, but I think they can be really happy with uh, Paddy McBrady's performance. Read the thing today that he has never won an All-Star. I was amazed by that because Jason would have thought he would have had his hands on one at this stage, but he hasn't. Uh, he had a great game yesterday, Christ, when Paddy McBrady's on form. Arguably one of the best forwards in Ireland. Christ, he's just a left foot to die for. and um, He had a great game. Narrowly underrated to a degree, but he goes to work goes about his business in such a good manner, and um, he can be so happy with his performance. And I think Declan Bonner four point defeat, I know, but he'd be happy enough uh, leaving uh, or clear
0: Yeah, I mean, for for Paddy McBreath, he won five from play in total. You know, one six in total. I mean, quite and quite an incredible performance really from him. And Daryl O'Connor says can't come back. They'll be in the semis at least. Kildare won't beat them in uh... Croker. Yeah, um, yeah. What? What? Yeah. yeah. What? 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 What do you think could could Kildare <laughs> spring an upset against the Dubs or what you reckon? I mean, with Conor Callahan, I, I don't know. Someone someone else was asking there about Paddy Small as well. So, mm. yeah. I mean, to be honest, I Small, yeah. Ha, yeah, I had not really thought about Paddy Small at all. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing to uh, to be perfectly honest. But yeah, mm. with, with Conor I I don't know. At this point, it's a really strange one, and no one quite knows really what the what the story is with him. Um. Maybe he will come back. Maybe he won't. But I think I think for Desi Farrell and for Dublin, they just need to, you know, carry. You know, no one, no one player is bigger than the county. So you need to just crack on, make make will with what you have, and look. Hopefully, it will uh, it will deliver further down the line.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think someone was kind of saying there's Chinese whispers of Conor Callan taking the year out. You know, I think if you were to come back at this stage, you probably would need to be back. I know we've seen Jay- oh James Carriesta. By the way, what a game. Um, mm. But yeah, I think Conor Callan. He's a different character. He's a quiet character, goes about his business in a very quiet manner. Word in the street is he's taken a year out. Who knows? He might. He might go traveling. He might do this. He might have a bit of work to do. You wouldn't know. Um, Paddy Small, that's an interesting one as well. Will he be back? So, Christ, really, when you do think about it, there are some additions if they do decide to come back. Um, So, yeah, we, we will wait and see. But there are two quality additions if they do opt-in for the year, we will wait and see, but um, God, if they can get them boys back, if they can get old March, March in fit, if they can get James McCarthy firing all cylinders. Ooh, are we looking at all Ireland champions?
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely a, a lot of improvement. anyway. I mean, would you, would you still consider them all, all Ireland contenders or do you think maybe the, or, or what do you reckon?
1: Oh yeah, big man, yeah, 100%. Um, I think when you look at the kind of counties in Division 1, I know you're looking at Kerry. I'm still not, Overly impressed by Mayo at the minute, really. I think Tyrone, I'm not impressed by them at the minute. I think they're at sea still at the minute. Um, so I think Dublin, yeah, I think they've, they've found a gap and they're going to go with it. I think Dublin are definitely going to be there thereabouts on the 3rd under. Or no, it'll be in July, actually. God, that's all been changed. So yeah, in July again, so I think it will be there thereabouts. But yeah, I think when they get them boys back, the form they're showing at the minute, get them wee bits and pieces at the back sorted. Yeah, you're probably looking at the semi-final end of things again. Um, Kildare, point of view, with the put-up to Dublin in Croke Park, no, I don't think so. Um, going in that Dublin performance yesterday, going against performance against Throne, uh,
0: no, you're still probably, Kildare, probably no, a lot of work to do to get up to that level. 100%, yeah. I suppose we'll move on to Division 2, then. I mean, this was a big result, really, from the weekend. I mean, Derry had the best defence in the entirety of the National Football League coming into this game, but... <laughs> Galway had the best attack, and it was definitely the attack that prevailed. I mean, four eleven in the end to Derry's 12 points. And I suppose a real reality check for Derry after all the hype, I suppose, they've had around them over the past you know, year and a half or whatever. So, um, I mean, I think a lot of people tipped Derry here, including myself. So, big win for the Galwegian men.
1: It definitely was. It definitely was. And I suppose... This is the kind of thing we were kind of talking about. Like, there's so much talk with this Derry team, and rightly so. I know they're the form team in Division Two, blah, blah, blah. But and Rory Gallagher, and etc., etc. But I think this was the big um, test for them. A big team like Galway, a big Division One team, a big of conic team. They didn't get over the line, they didn't get over that test. They got absolutely railroaded. And there you go, 411 to 12 points. So, that you know, that's what we're probably talking about. To get up to that level, you need to be putting up against the big teams. Derry couldn't do that, didn't do that. And a Very, very poor performance. Um, I know there was kind of talks during the week with Shane Quiggan being out and various bits of that, but Park Joyce will be absolutely delighted with the form Galway show because everyone talks about that form before COVID in 2020 and you know before the, the the, the, how well they're moving. But I think Joyce will be so so happy with where they are at. You know, it'll take this division one division two um campaign to get them back up to division one, get that form back. It Done them the world of good, the absolute world of good. They build a bit of confidence, especially heading into the championship championship against Mayo. They'll be absolutely thrilled. 4 11, any game of football against an informed dairy team, they'll be absolutely thrilled with that. And um, fair play to them because uh, Pork Joyce, he's probably one of the legends of the G8. It's great to see him doing well with the Galwegians.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and looking at their attack as well, and I suppose the influence of the likes of your Shane Walsh's, your Damien Comer, Matthew Tierney, these lads, I mean. Like they're they're just so free scoring at the minute. I mean, it's quite incredible, really. I mean, we'll get the league table up for Division Two uh, in a, in a brief moment, but I mean, generally speaking, I mean, they just have so much firepower going forward. I mean, they could cause a lot of problems for Mayo. I mean, it's definitely not inconceivable.
1: hundred percent, big man, and they like, they really have to think the four Mayo are kind of showing at the minute, right? There is an opportunity there for us, and. It's a huge opportunity because Galway have sensational forwards. We know but Comer, we know about Shea Walsh, we know Paul Conroy. They are sensational players. And like to put up a score like that is, is brilliant fo- is brilliant stuff. We know how defensive Derry can be. We know how defensive teams can be. To break down the balls like they did is brilliant stuff. It's a real credit to them. It's a real credit to them. I'm actually delighted Galway are doing so well um, because... Last couple of years, it's been tough for them. It's been quite tough for Pork Joyce as well. So, look, it's brilliant for them. They're gaining confidence, they're gaining momentum. And um, yeah, happy out for them.
0: Yeah, and I suppose from a dairy perspective, I mean, how do you look at this one? I mean, dairy's always been a weird one for me. And a lot of people have said, oh, dairy are far too overhyped, way too many people speak about them, all the rest. I mean, I've always kind of said at the end of the day they've done really really well against the teams they've played and you don't come from division three to division two and be in the top three of division two and play as well as they have played if they're not a good team but you do look at it at the same time and you think when you look at the teams they've you know top teams they've played over the past year or so they obviously played Donegal in that um, uh, Ulster quarter final. they played uh, Ross Common, which they drew with. so this is You know, Again, you're looking at it and thinking they haven't played too many big, big teams, so I think when a lot of people are saying Derry are going to turn over Toronto in a couple of weeks' time, probably Mm. is a bit premature, in my opinion.
1: Uh, Yeah, 100% it is premature, and that's the big test. If Derry want to get to that next level, that is an absolutely huge game for them. but yesterday, that's a very, very worrying game like that, and the might have conceded. I know they put up 12 points, but realistically that's probably not going to win you any Division 2 games really against the standard you have to set for yourself. So again, yes, there was the massive test, and they just couldn't get over the line. And there you go. To they, they, they get up against a big team, like all we are, and that's the kind of performance that they put in. I know it's not going to be playing stations yet. I know you know it is going to be all about a championship for Rory Gallagher, and everything goes with that. I know Tyrone like they do have a good kind of sporting chance against them But no, I feel If they can't really put it up to A Galway side or these kind of stronger teams and It's hard to know Where they're really going kind to of go with that And Derry, oh, Jesus They did spend long enough in the doldrums You know, many years without getting to the final I know there's so much hype And buzz about them, but that, that performance At the weekend probably has set them back a bit Gave them a bit of a reality check And um yeah, Mister Rory Galler will have a bit of work to do, and no doubt he will put the work in because, uh, by God, that love that man loves the game of Gaelic football.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, and um, I don't mean to do an Allianz League Sunday on it, but we'll, we'll just get to it. We'll just go back to Division One briefly and just look at the league table because I actually forgot to do this uh, earlier. So uh, yeah, th- this is from GA League Tables on uh, Instagram. So make sure to give them a follow. Very handy Thank for it. Love. League tables and uh, and and all the rest. Um, but yeah, yeah, not 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 a paid vlog around like that. <laughs> just, just, just just to clarify there. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, look, looking at that league table there. I mean, who who gets relegated? Do you think?
1: Oh, billion dollar question, my man. Uh, oh God, there are five and fours and fives and fours. Uh, to to do what are we talking? Oh, Kildare and Monaghan.
0: Kildare and Monaghan, you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose Kildare play. See, the funny thing is, I think Kildare are more likely to beat Mayo than I think Tyrone are to beat Kerry. But at the mm. same time, you feel like Mayo they'll want to build a bit of momentum before that game yeah. against uh, against Galway, which isn't too far away as well. So, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd probably I probably go with Kildare and, and Monaghan as well at, at this point. Mm. I think Dublin should have enough to to beat. Monaghan. I know, I know a few people have said to me though recently, Monaghan do have a good record against Dublin uh, in the league in the last couple of years. It is probably worth pointing out, though, a lot of those league games came at the end when the season was kind of already over, so um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would fancy Dublin now to finally end their, uh, their drought against Monaghan.
1: Ah, yeah, no, 100%. I think the form is to show the minute. Clonus is a hard place to go to. I know they have a good enough record against you, in Clonus and Crow Park to a degree, but um, no, I think Daisy uh, farron knows what needs to do. He'll have a plan in place, and yeah, I think you're looking to probably to there on him. But look, it there's going to be so many twists and turns this weekend, and Christ, you'll want about ten TVs in the room to watch all this football Aaron. They're all on That's the same cool. time as well, aren't they?
0: They are, yeah. Because of, because it's the last game. Um, to be fair, I do think that makes kind of a bit of sense, though, because I think if it, like, it's a bit of a disadvantage if you know what I mean. If if you already knew what you had to do, and it would probably take the excitement out of it. Like if 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 Dublin lose to Monaghan or whatever, then it's you know what I mean. So it probably probably is the right thing to do, but I but then again, do you know, where are these games going to be broadcast? They'll probably just show one game, which again is a bit ridiculous. But um, swiftly moving on, anyway, back to back to division. I don't two. know
1: how I'm going to get the chance to watch all these games. Any <laughs> excuses for me, Aaron? Or how the hell? Yeah, and you know,
0: I'm th- I'm thinking of doing a, a live watch along when a lot of the games are going on as well, just for. Just for a bit of crack, we might we might get a few people uh, involved as well. well. We'll see what happens. But moving back mm. to Division Two, anyway, Cork and, and Down, Cork finally getting their their first win of the year. Long time coming.
1: Ah, oh, definitely, hundred and ten percent. And Down are uh, going down, Aaron. Um, no surprise, they've been absolutely shocking on league. Um, good win for Cork by all accounts. Didn't probably see much of this game, um, unfortunately. But yeah, that's that's where it's at. A good win. They'll be delighted, Cork. We know the size of the county, we know the population, we know the funding, we know the players that they have. They should be doing a lot better better than they are. Um, So look, it's a great win for them. Builds momentum again. Uh, Parky Quave, tough place to go for the down men. Down would be disappointed. They'll build blocks in Division 3. I think the form, the calibre of player they have at the minute, they probably are a Division 3 team, really. They shouldn't be too devastated. They haven't put the effort in all league. I know James McCartan's up there Give them a hand. Kind of got the manager's job, but a bit of a canter to a degree. So look at they'll rebuild. the need to need to need to get some Lenkikoo boys on board. I don't know what's going up there. I know only Niall Kane and a couple of lads got in, but they need to get the big the Branigan brothers or I don't know Jerome Johnson or some of these boys on board because uh, oh geez that's man great win. Um, but no, yeah, down there bother bother they really need to get as I said them Kikoo boys back on board. A bit of belief. Down's a fantastic football and tradition county. Um been in the Wilderness since basically 2010 at this stage. last time we got through all our final against Cork. Um, but no, we had a lot of work to do for the more men. But Cork got a win, Iron.
0: Yeah, and GA Statsman saying there as well. Stephen Sherlock now top scorer in division two at 127. And he scored 17 there yesterday as well. So I mean Jason Sherlock's hint, cousin. Jason Sherlock's cousin is it really? No, probably isn't. It? <laughs> <laughs> I should I shouldn't <laughs> have bought true. that one imagine it was imagine it was I mean to be fair with a name like Sherlock he's definitely a man to support anyway he's not tanned he's not tanned is he I don't
1: think so I don't think so no that's so. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious scoring serious scoring and I think look it, it, it is great stuff for Cork because Christ help us it's been a tough couple of weeks for them and Matthew will tell you all about it and he, like he has told you all about it but look it no, they'll, be, they'll be happy with that result um, Parky Quave, the fans would have been happy um, but yeah no, on the
0: go yeah, and I suppose moving on then to Offaly and Roscommon big win for the Rossies I mean comfortably dispatching uh, Offaly and you're looking at Roscommon I mean obviously they'll, they'll probably need a result against Galway of some sort, I think a draw might be able to do depending on, on score difference but big big result this one
1: Yeah look it's it's the age old thing at this stage Aaron, like look I, I know it is great to be putting up them scores No know Stephen Poacher goes Roscommon start playing a nice of brand of football it's great to see that the players do it but the big age old problem is go up to Division One and then just go straight down again. So it's all about rubber stamping your place in Division One. There's no point going up and going down again. And um, just being that yo yo team. So that's a big, big, massive thing for us, Common. But that's a great win. Uh, a very high score. Off he's probably in form at the minute. So they, like, they'll be very disappointed with that. Um, and just goes to show, like I said this a couple of weeks ago, Poacher had them playing defensive football last year. He's gone. They have the Fords, the Vendor Smiths, Doney Smiths, the Martyrs of this world. Connor, like, Aaron, I've said this numerous times, them boys are absolutely quality footballers, it's just like, the way they were playing football last year it was like holding back, I don't know and I know I know. you, you might not get this far- farming terminology, but like it was like holding cows into a field, you just had to kind of let them run in and Christ, just let them play and by God, they're doing it, um, and so fair play to Ross common, it's a very high score, it's great to see something like that, but Christ I don't know what's going on in off defence, because five-time, all-Ireland winner, Tomás O'Shea has gone up there, and um I hope he's not going up there for the easy money, Aaron. Because me and you wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> says you. Says you. X one says a uh, shocking game by awfully looked like they gave up and just got ready for the court game at halftime. Yeah, maybe they did. I mean, it was kind of one of them things where I don't think score difference can can come into it at this stage because it's based on uh, on head to head, and I don't think three teams can finish on three points. I think in this uh, in this or on, on on five points, I should say sideline view with darry o'connor was saying there i did say at the start of the league we would go up incredible to think ross were fifth favorites at the start of the league jesus yeah like looking back at that i mean that's kind of yeah. great i think i think cork and mead were were more favorites than um than ross common which i suppose in in hindsight really looks a bit foolish yeah no it
1: definitely does and. Look, Roscommon, they'll be absolutely thrilled with that. Anthony Gomes will be delighted with that because, obviously, Roscommon can be funny, like, quite like wanting to a degree, to a cabin to a degree if we can get our house in order. You don't know kind of what you're going to get with them, but I keep saying it, when you have the players like to do, the quality like to do, you need to utilise that quality and, by God, they have it in abundance. So it's good to see a strong Roscommon, but the big, big thing is if they get up to Division 1, can kind they of stay there, and that's been the problem in the last couple of years and to have the quality, Will Anthony Cullen stay on board next year to keep the momentum going? It'll be interesting to see, but um, that's a huge
0: win at the weekend for the men from Ross Commoner. Yeah, and eleven different scores in total as well. So I mean, that's class. Quite, quite a range of like all their forward, all their starting forward scored as well. So I mean, that tells that's, you the... that's that's I'm talking about. Like, that's quality.
1: That's what they were crying out for last year. Like, it goes to show. And I'm not kind of pointing the finger at Stephen Posher here, but Jesus, like, if he wasn't there last year. God knows where there was coming, that's where they went, because they are playing Galway in the championship last year, they looked a bit dead at, dead at water, dead at sea and you unleash, you unleash the beast and uh, look what's after happening there.
0: Do they beat Galway next weekend, do you think? They have them at home so I mean it would be, be a very tough one, it would be a tough game, Galway have won every game It would be shoot out, I think Yeah, but they're already promoted, they might want to rest players maybe for Mead or for Mayo I should say coming up and couple of weeks time and i'm sure they won't want to give anything away because if they do play roscommon further down the line you know there might be an element of uh you know keeping your cards close to your chest
1: no definitely definitely and hopefully that could be a shared out that could be a game to watch i don't know how we're going to get get to watch it amongst all their games but um that game you're probably looking at a d or a W earn.
0: 100 yeah i suppose moving on then claire and mead Big win for, for me. Back-to-back wins. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Mead and Dublin, the to start winning at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, very low score game by the looks of things, Aaron. Again, didn't see much of this game. But, uh, no, look, Mead will be happy with that. Um, You know, you need to get a win. You need to get build a bit of momentum up there. It's a strong clear team we all know about. Uh, Mr. Collins is up there. But Mead will be happy. Andy McAtee might crack a smile this week. He might be happy. Um, So, look, it's low-scoring game by all accounts probably glad to miss out on that one because didn't see a whole pile of luck at one point me one point win against a good good clare team uh mead will be happy enough are the leinster are the leinster i suppose in that remit of winning the leinster championship i don't think so because they've had a very very poor league campaign aaron
0: yeah and i suppose getting the the league table up there as well so you can see Go. We obviously already promoted Ross had Still, a league, still definitely in the mix. Yeah, I mean, down are, are doing brilliant there. Uh, sit, sitting right down there at the bottom with a, with a point. I mean, I, I don't know what I don't know what's I don't know what's. Go, what, what's your opinion? What's going wrong with down?
1: Oh, big man down's going down. Ah, oh, look, at. you could nearly dedicate a podcast to what the crack is with down, but look at that. no wins from six games, um, and to draw one game like, Christ, I know that's a strong division too, and that's probably where on should be, but Jesus, no, it's 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 big, big worries up there, and um, if any Kilku boys are listening, get back and play for your county team, lads,
0: because Christ, bless and save us, they need you. And between Offaly and Cork next weekend, Offaly are at are home, who, who, who do you think there? I mean, could Cork be joining them? I mean, it's going to be a tough one.
1: It will be. It definitely will be, but I think Cork... Probably they're a funny, funny team. I think maybe, maybe, maybe when the gun is put to them, they might survive. It's hard to know, but um, yeah, it's oh man, this weekend, God, Aaron, it's uh,
0: it's exciting stuff, my man. Mm, Danny Allen says here, uh, Jones again, brilliant for Mead. Connor McGill returned, really helped backs. Mead have unearthed new players: Scully, Muldoon, Harkin, Clark, Hogan. Incredibly, that Mead's fifth victory over clear in uh in in five years and yeah harry hogan's definitely got a lot of praise all right because i know mead have definitely had a lot of different uh goalkeeper problems over the years and yeah be curious to know for any mead fans watching like let me know what what do you think the realistic expectation is for Mead this year because is it uh maybe cause a shock or you know maybe get to a leinster final if you avoid dublin in the semi-finals Maybe, maybe you might fancy your chances against the dubs i don't know but I'd be curious to know uh, people's thoughts and, uh, on that. But cracking on with Division 3, Westmead 1-9 for a man of 12 points. I mean, for Westmead, they just, once again, I mean, it feels like every time they have promotion within their grasp, they just seem to find a way to mess it up. And just your family relations up there, aren't as well. I know, I know. Maybe they should start playing for Westmead. <laughs> what age are they? Oh, Jesus. Too old, anyway. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably, we be, be right. Oh, we do it. Westmead would go out. Oh, uh, they they wouldn't have a team anymore. It'd be like Hill Kenny.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, it's oh god, Aaron. I'm, I'm to be honest with you, Aaron. I'm probably sick of saying it at this <laughs> stage. But again, we just didn't see much. Like it. It, it got to, like I, Christ. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole of the League so on the right. But Joanne Count will literally openly says last night, lads. We just had this footage of the Sean Quigley point from the For manager uh, Twitter page. RTE are saying that, like, like what mm. is going on there? Like, and we again, we didn't see much of this game. I know there's a point that John Quigley really did score that wasn't given. Um, I know Pat's plan said yes, and makes under that you know, there'll be a bit of uproar, and you know. Like, there'll be a lot of people's heads on a roll at that stage. But look at a draw, as you say, Westmead, they'll be disappointed. They had promotion in their hands, they didn't get it. Westmead have probably been disappointed in the last couple of weeks. Fermanagh probably will be happy enough because that's a tough place to go to. Um, You know, Kieran Donnelly is building momentum up there. He's a quality manager, as we all know. But again, Aaron, it's so hard to can kind accommodate of these games because we're not bloody seeing them. Like, it, mm. it's just embarrassing that Artie. And Joanne, like, I know it's probably not Joanne's fault, and I know we're pointing the finger a lot, and Pat's plan and blah, blah, blah. But, lads, get the finger out. Like, like you know, it's just, you know, when, when you are relying and like, when they're literally saying we're getting from a Twitter page, and when some of the pundits that RT have on board at the Bennett and they're getting hundreds and thousands potentially, and they're only talking about it, why can't they put a bit of investment in getting the cameras at these games and showing them? Because, every,
0: like, yeah. West Beach, for Mata fans, would have loved to see highlights of that game. 100% yeah like and sometimes you hear of cameras at games but for whatever reason we don't get to see them and I think I said in your podcast before it's nearly like state secrets or something like that I mean we're just not not able to see them at all it's kind of it's kind of crazy really and yeah like I was similar to yourself I was just looking through some you know a match report obviously you know that, that's the that's the only kind of way you can look at things but from what I heard anyway I played a lot of this game with, with 14 men so I mean, fair play to them for uh, for, for getting the and the ball in the end.
1: That was definitely a point. That was the Sean, yeah. quickly, that was yeah. definitely a point. Hands like uh, to be mm-hmm. fair, I think i mean, I seen a funny joke. Um, what was it again? There was no wind in the game, but I think was it the wind or what, what did someone say about the umpire? Was it the sun was in his eyes or something? And sure it was just a windy day or something like that. But no, nah, it was definitely
0: a point. It was a disgraceful sort of decision, and uh, it could cost for a man a promotion. Yeah, it definitely could. Like, we'll get the league table up in a minute. I mean, it, it definitely could cost them. Like, and you do, like, it's a hard one because I know a few people are saying, oh, they, they, they need to get VAR in and they need to get um, GA and they need they need to, you know, have uh, this tech, you know, Hawkeye technology at, at every ground. But realistically speaking, you're not going to get it at every ground. You're not going to get it at Cusick Park and Westmead. Let's, you know, let's be perfectly honest. You can get it maybe in Division One grounds you know, the big grounds in the country. But then again, I don't really like that either because it's, it's a divide then between the, the top and the bottom. And I just I just think that's how it is. You know, unfortunately, people make mistakes and it's very harsh on Fermanagh if it does rule them out on promotion. But it is I tell wise. you, yeah, I
1: wouldn't like to be the person saying to Sean Quigley at that point, didn't go over the bar. Christ, he will hunt you down.
0: Yeah. Long for 213, Wicklow, 20 points. I mean, do you know, I'm kind of getting frustrated with Wicklow because I backed them to be leash last weekend because i was i was saying like they're getting a lot of the under 20 players in there and i do think they have a good team up and coming at the minute so i was thinking right that they, they might be able to turn over leash but then they got beaten fairly fairly comfortably and i was like right they're they're dead and buried they're gone they're they, surely they're not going to turn over longford and then they produced a brilliant performance beating longford 20 points to 213 i mean huge win
1: yeah no a 100 percent definitely was and you know what are we talking to 13 yeah like that's a massively scoring game and oh god Aaron, i'm gonna I'm get sick of saying this but again we didn't see any of it really so like that's where we're at with it but no look they'll be they'll be delighted with that um longford's i know i know there's a couple of cabins involved there this year mickey han and paul brady they'll be disappointed with that but uh 213 any day any that probably you do expect to win a game of football with that i would have loved to seen a bit of clips of this game we didn't see it um but no, look at Wicklow. They'll be they'll be happy with that at one point win against a relatively in form uh, team. Look at we, we we'll just have to wait and see. But look at they they'll be happy with that result. And uh, yeah. I suppose on to the next. But um,
0: yeah, Aaron, uh, what more can we unfortunately say about it, Aaron? You know. Yeah, and Owen Darcy with seven points from, from from what I've heard as well, and he seems to be a great addition into that oh, Wicklow team from the from the under 20s actually, I actually think Wicklow are already relegated as well. Funnily enough, just because although they won this game, but Longford and Leash play each other in the in the final day. So, regardless of what happens, unfortunately, I think Wicklow are, are gone, which is a shame for them. But I'm sure. With some of the, the talent they're they're bringing through at the minute, they might they might come back from uh division four. I bet you you're chuffed, you're, you're gonna probably avoid them now. You won't you won't get your revenge on them from last year as a cavern man.
1: hundred percent. Jesus, yeah. If they are relegated and they relegated us last year, which should never have happened in the first place. Christ bless and save us. But uh, Wicklow, our day will come and by God, I'd love to go down to Ockham. that seven hour round trip.
0: Yeah, and, and Loud, I mean, they, they keep marching on. They keep winning One twelve, one twelve to to 1-8. And um, I think Danny Allen was, was saying here as well, he was saying Dublin will win Leinster. For for me, it's going to take a few years, talented minors to come true, like Sean Emmanuel. And he Emanuel. was also saying Loud could be dark horse to reach. I, I presume he means the Leinster final. Heart very shrewd. Samuel Roy, exceptional yeah. i mean you never know like yeah. on the right side of the draw i mean loud going up against Meade, it isn't exactly inconceivable that loud turn over a made and then if dublin and kill on the other side of the draw i mean it could happen
1: it really could it could and by god i would love to see them after 2010 if they could try <laughs> if dublin could play their d team and uh, loud could come out and play dublin that'd be some spectacle Loud 112, answer 1 8. Yeah, great win. Mickey Hart, we know all about that man. He is a shrewd operator, op- operator up there at Horse Devlin. Um, I know Andy McGinley, Stephen O'Neill, oh, they'll probably be disappointed with that. 1 8, 70 minutes of football, not very good. Uh, but again, yeah, that's a very good comment by the chap that sent that in. Shrewd, Hart's a shrewd man. Sam Sam Roy, Sam I think he's the top scorer across all divisions this year. Have we seen the drop off him? No, because. Oh, uh, and um, but you know, look, he's flying. We're delighted for Sam Murray. He's not getting enough credit, he deserves. He's flying. It's great to see. Um, a brilliant onwards and upwards for the loud men. I think you called loud to get uh promoted. I think I at, did. At well, one, of one, one, one of the
0: only things I've gotten right so far.
1: I think, I, yeah, I, t- I think I, I was 50 50 with you on that as well. You nailed that. So, Jesus, fair play. Um, so look, look on now, go. Mickey Hart will be delighted with the work that's going up there. The buy-in, apparently, is very good up and out. Um, I think there's a massive grow, massive interest to play for Loud at the minute. Great to see. um, And it's great for the young lads to have a lad like Sam Mulroy. It's like David Clifford to carry Mulroy shooting lights out. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. Mm. And uh, on the go. Answer him. Um, I don't know. It's, look, it's supposed to have us in the championship. I know there's a bit of talk about that at the minute I know the game's going to be at Park will their focus go towards the Championship now and look at that's probably a disappointing enough performance but look at they'll be happy to probably stay in Division
0: 3 at this stage i yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. And as you were saying, yeah, Samuel Roy with one nine uh, in, in total in that game of one one twelve. So just yeah. exceptional stuff. Like, and he's produced this consistently as well. He did it the same last year. You'll remember in I think Loud were beaten by might have been Longford in the Leinster Championship, and he scored every point for Loud, even though they lost. So yeah, quite, uh, quite incredible stuff. Really, there. Is Limerick really at, in the five side? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, maybe, maybe in FIFA or something like that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not too bad now. I'm not too bad. You know, technically I'm, I'm okay. You know, I need to, I need to brush up physically, you know, so I can take the big hits and give them at the same time. But technically I'm not bad. I'm not going to do an F2 freestylers now and make a a crazy comment or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, You know, I'm, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad.
1: Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Oh man. Leash 14, Lyric 15. Yeah. Billy Lee. He is doing a sensational job up there. Um, he's a real, real credit to him. I see Ross Mundy still playing. I know we slagged Michael Murphy, but Christ, I don't even know what age Ross Mundy is at this stage, coming on and doing well. But no, look, at Limerick has be delighted with that. Um, You know, probably a tight game. Again, we didn't see much of it. Read Match Reports tweets, but look, Limerick could be happy with that. Bill Lee, he'll be uh, he'll a
0: happy man this week because he's putting serious, serious work up there at the minute. Yeah, and a couple of points late on to, to win the game as well. So, Definitely uh, huge from a a Limerick point of view. And it's great as well, Do you know, it's great as well to see teams like the likes of your Limericks, your Louds, your Antrims, who were a couple of years ago in Division 4 and they're just starting. to I know Loud were in Division 3 a couple of years ago as well. But after being down in Division 4, it's good to see these counties making improvements, like getting good coaches in, getting the right structures in place. And it does show that it isn't exactly impossible to go from Division four up to Division two, like you can bridge that gap, like really, but you know between the Division three and Division four counties, there probably isn't really too much, much between them. I mean, there's definitely going to be gaps in quality, but there probably isn't too much between a lot of them. Oh, no, there's, uh, look, it's
1: great seeing. I think elite, loud and fairness, they were in Division two in 2018, so obviously they mm. went, went down a couple of divisions. But look, it's great to see them doing well. The smaller teams, likes of um, Limerick and Antrim, and Really making a push for it, and really kind of because we need new teams, we need new players coming in. It's great to see like Mulroy shooting lights out, and um, some players like that. But look at uh, no, it, it's it's great to see these teams kind of coming up. Trade rafters. we know they're working as hard as the Dublin's, the Mayo's, the carries of this world. They're finally getting the credit they deserved. They're maneuvering up through the divisions, and uh, happy days because Christ and the GA can be very, very stale at times. Mm.
0: Who are you backing then for uh, promotion If we throw a league table up on the up on the screen there I mean it's it's really really wide open So I, I don't know who, who you're going to go for there I'm not even can, for, I think for Man, did Fermanagh beat Limerick Maybe they did I mean this is this is a bit like what, looking at a mass equation Longford's done well there Yeah I mean Longford are, are doing brilliant there Aren't they I mean they're really shooting the, the lights If you reverse the table the other way around I mean they're, they're going up to Division 2 <laughs> Oh God. Yeah, look at Aaron.
1: I will give you praise. Aaron, King Prend loud louder going up. Uh, you're
0: delighted with yourself. Asher, look, you have to you have to get them right every now and again. I mean, if you make enough predictions, you know, you, you'll find it's a bit like Notre Dame. If you keep if you just keep making loads and loads of predictions, you'll eventually get some of them right. Do you know? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, you definitely will But no, honestly, that's a brilliant shout uh, Who else to go up? I, I, I'll, I'll say a team there uh, We'll go loud, can you get the table up there for a second?
0: Yeah, where are we going here? We have a lot of league tables here, so uh,
1: <laughs> look it. I think uh, I think, that, look at the form teams Have really been loud in Limerick uh, Westmead be absolutely kicking themselves Jesus Christ, when they had promotion in their hands Yeah, look, you're probably looking at loud and Limerick there, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I, do, I think so as well. Like, I mean, and funny enough, like a lot of these counties play each other as well on the on, on the final day of the season. So it definitely is uh, like wide open no out there. But like Westmead play Westmead play Antrim at home, so that's going to be a big, big game. Like, I have a funny feeling Westmead might um, might still sneak in there, or maybe the winner of that game might get in there. But it's going to be interesting. Isn't it great to see
1: competitive games? Only if we could bring that into the championship, Aaron.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? The funny thing is, if they did have proposal B, and Dublin finished sixth and then won Leinster, they'd they'd be out of the All Ireland. Crazy, isn't it? Oh, 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 oh you hate that, big man. <laughs> imagine, imagine, yeah. Jesus, there, was me, to... there, there was me wanting uh, proposal B, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I can see now why people didn't want this. A
1: hundred percent, big man, and uh, it'd be the tall to cope with it if Dublin were to.
0: Uh, no. i'm not i think they just would no i don't i think they just went out completely yeah right ireland yeah right yeah. okay okay a bit, a bit of a mad one but obviously that isn't uh, the case anyway um Cavan big win over uh over london i mean jesus just about i mean london they've done that thing again where Whoa. they seem to fall behind by a couple of points Cavan quite comfortably i think have hit one four in the opening uh couple of minutes of this game and then London just slowly came back into it and nearly looked like they were going to win it. I think if this game went on for an extra couple of minutes, I think London might have sneaked
1: it. Oh god, 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 god! I had to take about two to three hours to calm down after this game. Um, Oh look, a big man! It it was just, it was that result yesterday was just embarrassing. Um, I think. We really need to look at ourselves where we are at a county, where we are as a county. And I think I know a lot of people are going to say going over to London and blah, blah, blah. and The bits and the pieces and the travelling, get your house in order, get a system that will finish off a team at London. I know London are a bit of a crest of a wave this year and getting the players together. But Jesus, if you have any intentions, and I know God, like I keep saying, this is a football my county. Like to not get over the line convincing that game where are we at at the minute? What's going on in training? You know, what is actually happening in the cabin setup at the minute? Like, it's just, it's simply not good enough to just get over the line. I think Ray Galligan nearly, I think, conceded a goal in the last couple of seconds, if I'm right, and I don't know what was happening at the end. I, I Again, I didn't see any of it. I'm only, I'm only relying on urban sound here, but it was just just gut-wrenching stuff, really, and it, it's hard to know really where the lads are. I know we've ordered for this weekend to seal promotion and blah, 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 and Look, it all'll be well and get a win over them, but there's series cracks there at the minute and it just doesn't all doesn't seem to be going well. It's just like Christ, I know the start was good, but like to give away the penalty to just killing Gunnar Brady to just letting lads in and just be very defensively slack, it's just very disappointing to be here. And I know I haven't been to many of the games. Thank God this year, if any sanity left, but Christ, that's just not good enough yesterday. And um, was vocal enough about it and just you know, the Cavs lads really need to have a good look at themselves this week at training because Christ, totally beat London by a point. That is not bold well for the Championship, Baron, and um, that's only a tip of the iceberg.
0: Do you think London maybe? Do you think maybe they're a lot better, though, than what we give them credit for? I mean, they do... A lot of their games have been very, very close. I mean, they lost to Sligo, I think, by nine points, I think it was. But regardless of that, every game's been one or two points within the margin. And, I mean... You know, obviously, the likes of Liam Gavaghan and, and James Gallagher who, who've shot the lights out this year. Henry Walsh will 1 2 there um, in this one, from what I've seen. So, I mean, maybe they're a lot better than what we think. It's a weird one because we've never really seen them. So, we don't really yeah. know like what, what, where they're at, but maybe they're a lot better than what we think. I don't know.
1: Yeah, look, okay, okay so maybe play the devil devil's advocate here. Like, and I suppose you look at it from a different point of view. Michael Maher, Lurker Mulvey, Lurke Mulvey, For Mulvey, uh, player. He's given Michael Maher a hand this year. He knows Cavanut's inside out. It was probably going into the unknown and we can only rely on scores and Liam Galvigan and these boys doing well. Look, at London would have been absolutely pumped for that game. Make no mistakes about it. I'm hearing whispers of London probably deserve to win the game. That's not good to hear, but we really, really need to get our house in order and really need to get into a mindset of whereas we are better than this. We're not a Division 4 team. And I know maybe London, it was probably a surprise package of like a lot of the quality that they might have had and a lot of players that they had and stuff. like. But look at if you have any intentions to have a big year, we need to be beaten, beaten the likes of these teams by six to seven points of this world. And that, that just did not transpire yesterday you nearly sh- to some of the boys should really be ashamed of themselves. And, like, yeah, you know, I know there's like a lot of work going in, low you know, with, with Mickey Graham and Sean Johnson and Rice with this year. And I know like a lot of hands on deck, but what is really going on in training or like what's going on in the forward end of things? I know we're not getting much from our forwards at the minute, and there's been lads brought in, there's lads getting game time. He's going kind to of stick with the old faithful, some of the old faithful aren't working. Michael argue I went all about him last year. He still seems to be with the cabin set up at the minute. Christ, he must have won a raffle to be on the cabin team at the minute. Just, it just, it's so annoying when you're following something so long and you know the graph probably isn't putting in. But no, it's just, it's, it's just frustration, Aaron. It is frustration because we're in the like fair enough division three. We, we, we bit of a pass last year because you knew you were playing half decent teams. No excuses this year. Division four, the teams we are coming up against. Oh, it doesn't yarn because we are better than this and um, Mickey Graham, Christ help us. It wouldn't take Albert Einstein to figure out that we are better than this.
0: Yeah, and, and the crazy thing as well is like when we showed a league table up in a, a couple of moments, I mean, when you look at the score difference of Cavan, it's actually a lot less than... A lot of the other teams like a lot of their games have actually been very close like there's been a lot of two three-point wins four-point wins Madness. whereas you, you whereas you look at teams like Sligo and Leitrim you know who might not even get promoted but you look at someone like Sligo they've one of the best attacks in the, in the entirety of the National League and probably yeah. one of the best you know positive score differences in the league so quite crazy there but what's your opinion on Antrim in a couple of weeks going uh to Corrigan Park as it is I mean could that be a banana skin? Could you win it? Could you not? I mean, I don't know. I have a. I really do think Antrim are going to win it. I really do.
1: Yeah. Look, we we'll we just we we'll just, we'll just have to wait and see, I suppose, big man. But look, I think that that kind of new version, of nowhere kind of atmosphere might come around it. It probably didn't suit us the last couple of weeks. The razzmatazz with that game probably should just i know the fans and i kind of was vocal about my views about it but look it it is where it is we have to pay place it where it is i know there's talk about um you know case from park may not being built we can't just kind of keep coming back to that excuse but look it it is where it is we have to pay it in the venue the fans might not get into it we'll have to wait and see but look at we just a result like that yesterday for the league campaign campaign we've had doesn't bode too well the lads will need to put in graft if you want to represent cabin this year you know what you need to do you need to put on a bit of pride win games with a bit of pride like this crack of letting teams bat. like first half by all accounts we look like we're strolling doing well this crack of taking the foot off the pedal in second half the games will not wash will not wipe the cabin fans i'm looking at forums i'm reading tweets i'm seeing this i'm seeing that things are not all well with the cabin and the things at the minute a lot of fans aren't happy it's just simply not good enough a lot of people are kind of talking as Mickey Graham, the man to lead us forward. Will this be his last year? Who knows? Will he jump back to Boleyniakta? We'll have to wait and see. So look, it's, it's, it is it is it is frustration at the minute because we know we are better than this. We definitely know we are better than this. Um, just If uh, you, you read that comment out to me in a second, we'll wait and see. But no, we know we're better than this. This reliance of Grove McCair and it grows 31-32 now. We have the forts there. I don't know why they're not delivering. What's going on? It's just, God, you can nearly write a book. Regarding the Antrim game, we we'll have to wait and see. Antrim will be absolutely man up for it. Stephen O'Neill and McGinley. They will study Cavan for weeks at this stage. They'll know what to do to poke the berries. I suppose it's going to look, it's going to be a just down there. It'll be a, not, a tight, tight pitch. Um, and I know you're looking at Antrim there at the minute. But look, at, if we can get our house in order. Jesus, like we have to win with style this weekend against Waterford, we really have to go at them, get that job done early, none of this absolute nonsense of letting these teams back into the game in the second half, close games out, and please, Calvin, put a bit of pride in the bloody jersey again, Christ.
0: You know, mm. yeah, Gavin says, Is Cavan secure for promotion? It isn't I, confirmed yeah. yet because Sligo play Leitrim, so you know, if one of them wins their their games. And if Tipperary win as well, and then say Cavan were to lose, then they would finish third, so they wouldn't be promoted. Waterford better than 06, yeah, really, yeah, League long, to, long, long time ago now. Though. What was that other comment? The, yeah, I don't, yeah, um, the, the other the other comment there was just Cavan is a great GA county, great supporters they love their Ulster football, and yes. Kevin, the Cavan team that won Ulster. In 2020 was one of my yes. favorite teams in uh in recent years and it was a brilliant story you know it was an amazing story and it is you know and it is crazy seeing tipperary in division four as well and it's just you know it is kind of mad all right when you see counties hit the highest of highs and then all of a sudden you're down in division four are kind of you kind of nearly look at it and it makes it doesn't make sense really
1: on 100% like and that's what I'm saying it's a football my counting like uh, Mr. Allen has, has, has you know has said that very well like that's where that's the level we expect to be at you just feel in 2020 winning that cup that we did win was it just a, a bit of a canter at this stage or did we get teams in the hot but look at we really need to get our house in order big time if yes there wasn't a big wake up call the tip game even the Carlo game the Western game I went to that the Legion game really just getting over the line, like we should be winning these games with a bit of gloss a bit of determination and a bit of pride, so um, yeah, we um, oh, lots and lots of work to do because uh, Antrim,
0: they'll be coming an in ticking heavy Yep and the other big result in uh, Division 4, Tipperary 216 Carlo, 11 points, Tipperary low pressure just
1: rise down low pressure just rise down I, I felt like uh, Roy Keane after United game, there, big man
0: <laughs> I'm sure you did I'm sure you did what was your thoughts on this anyway Tipperary I mean it's kind of crazy really because they started this league quite poorly Drew at Waterford uh, the only point Waterford have on the board and then um, they what was it lost to Leitrim at home they got beaten quite convincingly and now they've gone on a bit of a run I think uh, what was it four wins in a row Four wins in a row.
1: Davey Power is getting the kick out of the tip, med. Good to see. Good to see. Getting the kind of hit, hitting the heights that they are expected to hit much at Cavan really. Um, we did not score that much against Carlo. Christ bless us. Good. See, look, Conor Sweeney, be all accounts, another good game. Again, didn't see much of this game. So can't say whole pile. But, look, they'll be delighted with that. Um, Semper Stadium, very tricky pace to go. Carlo found it out yesterday. Um, in a hunt for promotion, probably where they should have been aiming for it at the start of the year because we know the quality tip can bring to the table. It's a great win. It's a very high score. Davey Power looks like he's finally getting a kick out of the Tipperary, lads. It's good to see. It's a shame Mickey Quinlan is not there this year. Huge loss. Him and uh, him and Mr. Conor Sweeney is like Batman and Robin up front. And it's a pity uh, Robin's not about. But, um, yeah, a great win by all accounts.
0: Yeah, and I suppose the impressive thing from a Tipperary point of view is like earlier in the year, it felt like they were a bit kind of over-reliant on on Conor Sweeney, but they're getting loads of other scores like Sean O'Connor with five points, Mark O'Shea with one-two, Colm O'Shocknessy with one-one from, uh, from centre-back, so uh, three points from Russell in midfield. So, I mean, they're definitely uh, getting scores a lot of, uh, you know, all across the pitch, really, so fair play to them. Any word on on, on Carlo? Any thoughts on them?
1: Oh. Uh, Carlo rising, um, yeah. Look, I feel sorry for them. Uh, like, let's not beat around the bush. Like, you're probably looking on I was at the cabin Wexford game and I was saying to a chap, like, where the what the Wexford really do. Look, West Wexford are bad against us. It's just teams like this. It's your Wexfords, your Carlos, and Waterfords. You'd wonder how to keep the momentum going, what they're at in training every week. Fair play to the managers of these counties because Christ, to get these lads, get a bit of a tune out of them, get like a game like that, to get better like. Bit like that against Tipperary, that does not bode too well. You'd wonder really what's going on. The this, the belief must just be on the ground. We know how hard these counties are working. You just feel sorry for the Aaron. and um, and you can't really do much for a league. You can't really split it up again because look at league positions our league positions. Yeah, it's it's poor stuff. And you know with them lads, that'll hurt them. It'll be like it'll be like Donegal losing at the weekend. It'll be like Mayo losing at the weekend. It'll hurt them because to put in the graft. They go every evening, they do a bit every evening. And Christ, surely some of them lads are questioning the future in the game because realistically like, and this is obviously for another day's debate, but Christ, like what the Carlo have to pay for now this year, like, you know, a bit of a league campaign, like a lengthy championship year done. So it's uh, like you you would really feel sorry. Like I know I give out of a Cav and then I know we can build blocks, but Christ, the likes of Carlo, Wexford Waterford are and uh, Yeah, it just feels sorry for them, boss, man.
0: Yeah, and I suppose we were speaking about Wexford there. I mean, Leitrim 3-9, Wexford one eleven, big win for, for Leitrim. But, you know, I, there was a lot of people speaking about Wexford maybe being promoted, and I thought they'd be up there. I always kind of, kind of fancied Leitrim to, to be promoted. But, I mean, Wexford, yeah, they've been very – I mean, considering how well they played at the the end of last year, how spirited they were against the Dubs and everything else, I mean, it's just – you feel like they have quality in the county, but it's just, it's just not getting working it out at all. Yeah, no,
1: no, yeah, you're getting out, getting out. And like I watched them against us in Breffy Park, and they were just they're a lot to be desired for. But look at uh, yeah, a good win for Andy Moran's Leitrim. Uh, they will be happy, he's building blocks up there. Um, will he get promoted? I'm not sure. We we'll have to see this again. Look, they'll be delighted. 3 9 tally, 70 minutes football. That's great stuff. Wexford, it's better than what they've been putting up. It's better than what we put. You no know. park, Sean McDermott is a hard place to find, hard place to go to. <laughs> um, but look at you no, know, look at they'll be happy enough. But you No, know, Leitrim, look at job done. Andy Moran, and uh, he'll be happy enough. Andy Moran project with Leitrim. I said this to you after a couple of beers uh last weekend. Where that project's
0: going, we will wait and see. Mr. Prendergast 100 and Waterford 111, Sligo 15 points. To- the El Clasico to finish up on, uh, I suppose. I mean, Waterford, they had 13 men at halftime. They had two men sent off. They lots were of cards, at- Aaron. Yeah, and fantastic yeah, lots, is gone. yeah, cards being handed out left, right and centre. I mean, you have to give you have to give the Waterford men something, I suppose. And I mean, they were winning this one quite comfortably at, at one stage and uh, Sligo came back, won the game late on. Big victory, keeps them in the mix. I mean, Sligo's a weird one because they've beaten some teams very, very convincingly, but then they've sort of had some Strange results, and this was nearly going to be another one of them. Uh, weird results.
1: Look at Jess Sligo, probably a routine victory, and I don't know how they probably let it that close. In Christ, that's qu- quite worrying if if uh, Waterford can put up 111, and we're playing the mighty men from uh, Waterford uh, this weekend in Kingspan brefty But look at no Sligo, probably be disappointed how to let that game go that close. Um, again, we didn't see any of it, but there we go. Mr. McAdie would be happy enough. Um, a one point victory. But Christ, that's probably worrying from our point of view because if if can do that against an informed Sligo, we we'll wait and see. But look at it, it's a good win. Uh, where was that Freragh Christ, that could mm. not be an easy place to go to. That round trip must have been horrendous. Um, but yeah, look at there we go, Aaron. It's it's hard to comment on these games because we're seeing deadly
0: squats. Yeah, and I suppose to finish up oh, at the, uh, the big division four table. I mean, should should we just stop the count there as a? Famous, <laughs> As <laughs> a famous man once said, "Who shot. Waterford, Waterford, Waterford have done well. I mean, they're improving; they're getting better. That's that's the main thing, isn't it? I mean, the the slow progress is better than no progress. Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 bleak. I luck. mean, to be fair, you'd look at Waterford, and if you look at their if you look at their scores, it's a nice place to go. I think.
1: Have you ever been to Waterford?
0: Oh yeah, I've been in Water. I love Waterford now. Waterford's a Waterford's a great, great um city. I once called it a town and there was a one of my friends who was from Waterford. He, he lectured me and he said, no, no, it's not a town. We're a city. It's official. It's confirmed. It's nearly like, I nearly felt like he was going to pull out the papers and the document and be like, no, no, it's actually a city. I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, look, at big man. Like Christ, Calvin, please just get out of there. Like my big take from this table, just Calvin, get out of there, please. Please just get out of there this weekend and secure promotion and get out of there before cabin people just I don't know become alcoholics or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and Tipperary play London. Uh it is a home. So if would you... win
1: I they will go up as well?
0: Yeah, they'll go up as well. Ah, yeah, oh, so fair enough. Top, yeah, top, 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 top top, team. yeah.
1: Yeah. The teams, yeah. the team, the teams expected to go up will go up uh rightly. So mm. I think McEntee, a few blunders during the league, he'll be disappointed with it. Leitrim, Andy Moore project He's working on something Maybe a promotion next year Not this year But yeah The teams expected to go up Will
0: go up And uh all will be well in the world And Cavan will be in the Division 3 Next year big man Happy days Happy days I mean he'll be He'll be up there Flying with the The big boys The likes of your downs And possibly Cork in there as well You might have a trip down south <laughs>
1: Cork's not a bad spot uh, I was there in 2019 Actually If anyone's watching the any works in the imperial hotel in cork oh man what a hotel so if we do get cork again and oh well, no we will get cork it is the victory won't we
0: if if they if we I did cork get relegated and lose the oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh jesus right
1: oh okay if it would be great to do because mm. that's a great spot so yeah a few nice trips a few nice trips i didn't get to go to london yesterday so uh, hopefully next year we'll get a few of them trips. And uh, by all accounts, actually, before we go on the bloody uh London, look, unbelievable crack. I think some of the cabin lads are
0: still there, but looks things. Like it's a great place for a few gargaldenios. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whose idea it was to put the cabin men away to London on on Paddy's weekend. I don't know whose idea that was. Who who made that one? Was that you? <laughs> I wish it bloody
1: was. See, I peaked too early. I went out for the Ireland England game, And then sure I forgot it was Paddy's Day, and then bang, Paddy's Day, and then sure. Oh man, what the hell was he even that
0: Paddy's night? Having a few beers, watching a movie. So Christ, I don't know. Getting older, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it creeps up in you quickly. It really, really <laughs> does. And unfortunately, you know, we're 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 cracking on too much. But um, but yeah, now player player of the week. Who do you think player of the week? Oh,
1: weekend. player of the week. God, that is a good question. Uh player of the week. Jeez, you've got me there, big man.
0: You've got me there. It's a tough uh, one. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, there's, oh, <laughs> there's a lot to think of.
1: God, that is it's kind of like it's gonna be the million dollar. Oh, huge, who, huge you get player of
0: the week to. Um, oh, I tell you what, give it to Samuel Roy. Yeah, I suppose more than nine in total. I mean Pass. the quality, uh the quality of him, no doubt about it. I mean Obviously, Clifford coming off the bench one too, probably maybe uh, one that maybe people thought of. But Derek here, one back in the Clare the, team as well with four. Oh, tell you. Peter yeah. Hart. Peter, Hart's oh, Peter Hart. One. Oh, yeah. Peter, Peter Hart. Yeah. I suppose for that dummy alone, I mean, he should definitely. Oh, uh, unbelievable bit of skill. Unbelievable.
1: You nearly dedicated podcast to Peter Hart. What a mm. performance. What a. Like 32, 33 years of age, been around the blocks for long, keeps himself in great nick. And just like us, Aaron, doesn't drink,
0: smoke, or eat bad food. No, he he definitely he definitely doesn't, and not like us either We're uh, we're good men. We're good men,
1: hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. But look at uh, Sam Mulroy slash Peter Hart would be my player of the week and fade of the week to Aaron Prendergast Who cut that for you?
0: Faded away. This was up the road actually. Yeah, just just a a local a local haircut. Local haircut it was the I think it was the day after Paddy's day. I got this cut. Every barber was closed, but there's always one. You'll always find one, and I found one thankfully. So. Yeah, happy days. Happy days, but no
1: exciting weekend, big man. Looking forward to this weekend. There's going to be so many thrills and spills. Um, we've seen so many good performances last weekend. Bring it into next week because a lot of people are saying it's good football we're seeing now. Going to be the end of the good football we see for the rest of the year. I hope to God it won't be. And uh, long may it continue because Christ, Aaron. Uh, it's the GA we're following. We're proud to see the lads doing so well, and um, and it's great to see like the young lads coming onto the page, getting Clifford's autograph and this, that, and the other, and. Just it, it great to see people out and about again. Because Christ,
0: Aaron, we were in, uh, we were in Mountjoy for long enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we we sure were. No, it was brilliant to, brilliant to get everyone uh, back. You know, all the fans back, all the rest. It's brilliant to see. Brilliant. Will to you see. go to clubs? But, yeah. Probably not. No, probably not. Um, you don't know where it is, sure. <laughs> yeah, probably would probably lose it. Like you know, I'd have to get a train or a bus down. And there are no trains going through there, big man. <laughs> no trains going through there, Jesus. I don't, I, I don't know. I'd probably end up in Belfast and probably just stay there, <laughs> or end up in Donegal or something. I really don't know. Yeah, it's near Cavan, near Cavan, near Cavan, near Cavan. We'll, we'll we'll drop off to you on the way. But um, yeah. but yeah. No, cheers very much anyway, John, for for coming on as always, top man. I'll uh link down your podcast to jmac podcast down below i'm obviously on your own podcast a number of times as well so yeah cheers very much for coming on cheers anyone who tuned in who uh left a like anything like that if you could subscribe if you haven't already that'd be much appreciated let me know your thoughts on all the weekend's uh action as well if you could give the podcast a rating over on spotify or google podcast that'd be much appreciated and um yeah top man john appreciate you jumping on
1: No worries sir, an absolute pleasure Cavan and Dubs are
0: back baby We're back I'd say It's like a duo (laughs) Starsky and Hutch or something (laughs) Dumb and Dumber Dumb and Dumber yeah Dumb and Dumber all